0: We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when adults are afraid of the light. Plato. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on all of the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe where all of the major podcasts are distributed, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free. Just sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. So let's get started. We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when adults are afraid of the light. Plato. Plato's quite a historical figure. I'm sure you've read a lot of quotes from him, but I really like this topic mostly because it does address a sharp contrast between the light and the dark. And it also suggests a really, really strong contrast between. Children and adults. It's very interesting. I've got kids. I've got two young ones um, right now. And and one of the things that I do appreciate about having kids is is I can observe what seems to come naturally to them as children. And as they grow, you kind of see that transition from childhood to adulthood. And their types of fears change. You know, the things that worry them. And a lot of that has to do with their cognitive development, you know, how their their brains are developing. And a lot of it also has to do with their spiritual development and their emotional development. So there's a, there's a lot going on there. So there's not usually a singular reason why a kid develops a certain way. Every kid is different. They grow different. They mature different, but it is from what I understand a pretty much a universal truth that children fear the dark, you know? And so this, Easily forgive a child who's afraid of the dark makes sense because darkness means the unknown. So when you when you look into the darkness as a child, and you have no experience of which to draw from, you can fill in that darkness with your the, the full depths of your imagination. And the reason this is terrifying is because, well, if you're growing up, you've already imagined all the monsters and demons and and that could possibly exist and the dragons and the the month, you know, it's like there's a plethora of things that you've, you've adopted into your kind of your, your mind in your imagination that you can fill in that darkness with. Right. So there's a, there's a tremendous amount of unknown there because you don't fully grasp yet that there are limits to reality and things don't just manifest themselves out of nothingness. And so, not fully grasping that concept early in your age because you don't have a lot of experience makes perfect sense you know if if i could fill a dark room with all of my worst fears well then yeah i'd never want to walk into a dark room either it would it would terrify me and so when a kid's afraid of the dark we all pretty much naturally are like it's okay that i understand that's normal you know it's normal to be afraid of the dark there's nothing in there i can promise you that Do you want me to go check you know you can just reassure them, and um, and that's it. That's the end of it, right? When it comes to adults, you know, at some point we reach a point where it's it is kind of silly to be afraid of the dark part of your closet. Now, obviously, we all have our our moments of weakness in which we look in the closet. We're like, maybe you know that the, the childhood fears come crawling back. Um, but as we get older, it, it does become more realistic to stop fearing the dark um but another thing that does happen as we become adults and this is something that i think is fascinating about this quote from plato is we actually begin to become darker we start to adopt into our personality darkness now you can believe what you whatever you want to believe existentially but i generally believe that there are even though we have the intentions to not be bad people, I think we just tend to trend in that direction because most of the things, and I don't mean bad people, I shouldn't say that, or cultivate bad habits and fall into traps. Because generally speaking, most of the traps of life are the 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 path of least resistance. So in other words, it's easier to go into debt than save money. It's easier to Um, be unfaithful by doing whatever's inappropriate in a relationship than it is to maintain integrity in a relationship I don't want to define specifics because that's between you and your partner but it's easier to, to to fail at being committed to somebody than it is to commit to it and there's plenty of people out there who will lie to you and say oh yeah you can do both you can have your cake and eat it, too. Um, it's easier to sit around all day and do nothing and not get a job. You know, it is easier. So I, I think that there are, there are plenty of darknesses that we accept into our hearts as we get older. Because what happens is, is as we age and as life happens and things get harder, it becomes easier and easier to slip into the darkness. And when I say the darkness, I mean the lies. Like, the lie is I can sit around all day, not get a job, and everything will be fine. It's like, well, it might be fine for a little while, but I hate to tell you that eventually it'll catch up to you. Or, okay, I can cheat every once in a while, but my relationship will be fine. I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's not how reality works. Or, I'm just going to keep taking out credit cards and maxing them out, and then everything will be fine. It's like, well... No, it won't, because eventually the bill will come due. So these are just some examples. I'm not judging you for them. I'm just saying that these are the the traps we fall in. And there's plenty of people out there who want us to fall into these traps, because guess what? You end up being either with them with, in misery, because misery loves company, or you end up filling their pockets because they make their money on exploiting people. And we have no small share of those individuals floating around. So Plato here kind of alludes to the real tragedy of life. The real tragedy of life is when we fall into these traps and not only we fall into them, is that we refuse to become aware of them. So we fall into the darkness and we become so in love with it. We love the laziness. We love the the the, the, uh, the indulgent spending. We love the infidelity. We love the, and I'm just throwing out a bunch of random examples here. Because I'm sure you may think in your head, think of the trap you fall into. Oh, we love the addiction. We love the whatever it is, whatever trap we've fallen into. We love it. And so what we do is we we rationalize it and then we hang out with only people who agree with us. And then we surround ourselves only with people who agree with us. We follow people on social media who agree with our bad behavior. And then we we insulate ourselves into to this darkness right so we've we've adopted the darkness there's actually a biblical quote on this how great is it if the good in you is that is there, the good in you is also darkness how great is that darkness hang on i gotta look this one up this is this is a crazy quote this is from this is from by the bible so we'll, we'll get into that one here in a moment but we the whole point doesn't and remember I'm contrasting Plato and the Bible so i i i don't want to make you think that I'm bible thumper here i i just there's a lot of wisdom that we can really kind of burn through and and, and i believe the truth has cross-sectionality and um uh the spirit of truth has cross-sectionality there's um but anyway that's a whole different subject that's a, and for my christians out there who are going to freak out about that that doesn't mean that salvation has cross-sectionality or, or whatever that that's a whole theological discussion just for the moment let's let's keep digging into this part so we insulate ourselves into this darkness and and what happens is is we start to fall in love with the darkness because then then we've got social reaffirmation we've got a group of people who are constantly reminding us that this is the right way of life we have basically we all start co-signing each other's bullcrap i mean at the end of the day that's what we do because we don't want to believe the truth because the truth is if we do start accepting the truth we may have to start walking into the light and that's where this tragedy comes in that's where this Plato tragedy comes in we're going to talk about that here more in a moment but first, i believe it is that time it is wisdom worth knowing is brought to you by amazon audible If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time then audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you with audible listening is the new reading you can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any pc mac android alexa or apple device and check this out because you listen to this show my listeners for a limited time can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from audible's premium plus catalog completely free just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing from the entire library. If you discover audiobooks aren't for, for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. You won't be charged a penny. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. So pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, dot wisdom worth knowing. Org and sign up for this exclusive limited time offer right now. Love Audible. So, as we're trapped into this darkness, where we insulate ourselves into this darkness, that's where this, this quote really starts to, to come together. We can forgive a child who's afraid of the dark, because it's logical and reasonable, because they haven't fully developed. But the real tragedy of life is when adults are afraid of the light. It's when we've we've insulated ourselves so much into our lies, and, and we've dug ourselves so deep into this ditch that getting ourselves out of this darkness becomes more and more difficult as time passes. Because here's the here's the really nasty thing about traps. By the way, I I usually I don't like to use the word sin because people associate sin only with religious thinking, but sin I interpret as traps right? These are traps we fall into. You know, like when Christ says, go and sin no more. It's like, no, we associate sin with guilt. But in a lot of ways, he's saying, go and stop falling into these traps. Like that, that's what he's advising. He's like, okay, now you're free. I've forgiven you. Now go and stop falling into these traps. They're not good for you. They're going to end badly for you. So it's a warning. You know, that's kind of what repentance means, by the way. The definition of the word repentance is to turn around. So when he says repent, you know, repent from your evil ways, it's like, or your sinful ways. He's like, turn around from your traps. That's what that means. It doesn't mean I'm going to come and beat you down with a stick and burn you up with hellfire. Like that's, that's not the warning. You know, (laughs) the warning is turn around from these traps that are going to ensnare you. They seem like freedom at first. But they're only darkness. That's that's the tra- that's the message, all right. So anyway, that's a that was a side tangent. The tragedy of life is when we f- we fall into this darkness and we cannot dig ourselves out of it. And in fact, the more we are in it, the more we commit to it. I want you to think of this as a drift. You know, when you make a small infidelity, I- I'm very grateful to say that I've never had. Um, there's never been an infidelity issue in my marriage, but this is this is generally how this goes is and well, maybe I should use something that's actually a better example. Let's let's talk about addiction, because it's something that I've I've gone down that rabbit hole with. People who start using a drug, let's say it's alcohol, you know, you start drinking and the first drink is, oh yeah, the Saints this is fun. This is not so bad. Then you have a couple drinks and then that experience was a positive experience. So then the next since it was a positive experience you do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again and this is over time and what happens is is it's like slow drift right people don't just wake up one morning and they're an alcoholic ask any alcoholic what happened is, is there was like this romance period in which things were going really well and then it just kind of slowly slipped into okay then i was i was doing it only on the weekends and then okay then i started doing it on the weekends and every other weekday and then i started doing it every day of the week and then i started you know because i built a tolerance then i started drinking more and again i'm not judging people for this this is i started slipping into this myself and then i had to like really like pull back because i was slipping into the trap right and so that's that's the trap. So kind of as you slip deeper and deeper into that darkness, not only do you cultivate habits that ensnare you, but you also cultivate addiction, like physical addiction in this case. So now your body becomes dependent on it and you've got a habit of doing something every day. So that slips you deeper into it. So then you start building a tolerance. So then you need to drink more and then that kind of gets you deeper and deeper into it. And so then fast forward months or years later, and then suddenly you wake up and you've got multiple traps that you've fallen into. And getting out of that alcohol trap three years into it is far more difficult than one month into it, right? And so as you slip deeper and deeper into that darkness, some people just succumb to it. And that's the tragedy that Plato's talking about. It's when they're afraid of the light. It's when they've reached the point where they can't come back or they don't even want to come back. They've embraced the darkness. That's, that's a tragedy. And and it's one of the most terrifying things about addictions, right? Is that, is that if we aren't careful as human beings, and I don't want to pick on just alcohol because anything can be an addiction. I think personally, it just depends on how self-destructive it is, what propensity you have to, to it, what. What it does to you internally, that's a big part of it. Is it a spiritual, do you have a spiritual connection with it? Does it make you feel complete? That's a component, I think, of addiction. Um, and it is in a lot of ways a spiritual disease. Um, if you do struggle with alcoholism, by the way, I strongly recommend AA. Uh, amazing program. Um, and if you go to a meeting and it's not a good meeting, find a different meeting. till you find a group that works. Because um, it's there's a wide variety of people who are who are who are working on that anyways that was another side tangent the point is is that we slip slowly into these darknesses and the real tragedy is when we are, we reach the point when we don't even realize we're in darkness anymore and that's that's a big one or we're so afraid of facing the reality of our situation you know maybe that step one part of admitting we have a problem you know we we refuse the light we refuse to see that we're in darkness. And it becomes nearly impossible to kind of dig ourselves out of the hole at that point. Not near, not totally impossible, but nearly impossible. At some point, our lives have to become so catastrophic that it breaks, the the light breaks through, you know, like there's a crack in the wall and a little bit of light shines through in our face, and we see, oh my gosh, what what have I become? You know, like you you have that hopefully you have that bottom, they call it. But um, <clears throat> but the point is, is, is that leads back into that quote uh, from the Bible I was going to read. It says, if your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And here's the cool part. If the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? When we have flipped what is bad for us, and we've ex- fully accepted it as the good. So like if we. This is, this is the. In, if we stick with the addiction context. If we say that this thing. This addiction. We need it. And it's good for us. That's when the darkness becomes very difficult to break. When we've su- succumbed. To. The trap. And we've said the trap is not only. Not a trap. But it's good for us. That's what he's saying here. That's that's the great dark. That's like saying that credit cards are an essential part of my life. I can't live without them ever. They're, they are a good thing, and I need to keep going into debt deeper and deeper and deeper. And you just accept that that is a good thing, right? That's when you are in full-on spiral. But notice that he said if, if your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. So it's like if we remember... To see things for what they actually are. If we see things as like. That's a trap. That's actually. That's one of my favorite things to say to people. To when people. Say something like. Like here's a perfect example. My wife will say. Do I look fat in this? It's like. That's a trap. <laughs> it's like. I know it. There's no right answer to this. Like Other than. Other than I have to. T- there's only one answer to this. I can't be honest. That's a trap. By the way. She looks beautiful and everything. But. But there are certain things that's, it's like, I'll see a a website link and I'll be like, that's a trap. Because once, once I start going down that road, I know where it leads, you know, or I know it leads somewhere not good. So that's the, the eyes are good part. It's like, it's when you, when you, when you start seeing, or you get the credit card offer in the mail, it's like, that's a trap. Or the two years, fine, two years, no interest. That's a trap. You know, you start to see these things for what they are then you'll be full of light because you will be able to avoid the traps. But if you're looking for a way out and you're looking for shortcuts and you're looking for looking for a reason to get high, get drunk, cheat on your per- spouse or partner, you, if you're looking for it, so if your eyes are bad, your body will eventually be full of darkness. It leads to the bad stuff. And that's that's the snare, man. That's, that's where that whole repentance things comes that the sooner you catch yourself falling into these traps. And by the way, nobody's going to do this perfectly, but the sooner you keep yourself from falling into these traps and they're, they are everywhere. Once you start seeing them, it's like, man, it's amazing. No wonder so many of us are, are struggling financially and struggling in relationships and struggling all these dating apps and everything. It's like, they're like all traps, man. It's like, how no wonder people struggle with keeping their lives together. It's like everything, the whole world is a minefield. We're all exploiting each other. So it's it's unbelievable. You know, once you start seeing them, it's like, wow. I really just, wow. It's crazy. So there's another one on this. And this is one of the most controversial lines, even from the disciples of the Bible. They said, um, if you've already... If you think of a woman sexually, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart, okay? And the disciples freaked out about this. They're like, well, then who can possibly be saved? Like, this is impossible. And he goes, by human standards, nothing's impossible, but with God, everything is possible, which that's a whole theological discussion. But the point of what he said is, if you don't catch it early, if you don't avoid these traps early, They are going to, you're planting seeds that are going to manifest themselves in ugly ways down the line. Are we going to do this perfectly? No way, right? It's impossible. But the point is is to, at the earliest stage, if you can stop it, stop it, right? If you can avoid the traps, the earlier you can avoid them, the better. The better off you're going to be. So I do realize a lot of Bible verses came up in this episode, and I don't want to f- people to feel like that I'm Bible thumping here. But the original quote was actually from Plato, uh, who, yeah. So there's a there's a contrast here that I I do believe that wisdom is something that can be discussed regardless of religious or political affiliation. I think I think it's timeless. That's why I try to keep the show apolitical because. You know, that's, there's, there's a lot of value to be extracted from, from all these people who came before us, you know? So anyway, that's my disclaimer. So sorry if I offended you, but I am who I am. (laughs) It's part of the deal. So we can easily forgive a child who's afraid of the dark because children, that's understandable. But as we get older, we do need to start replacing our eyes with good eyes So that we can see all these traps we can fall into. Whether it's debt traps, sex traps, uh, depression traps, anxiety traps. Um, Heck, what are the the seven deadly sins? That basically describes the traps. Seven deadly sins. These are the biggest traps we can fall into as human beings. What are they? I'm going to find them here. I want to read them out loud. Here we go. We've got lust, gluttony, which, by the way, gluttony is not just food. It's an overindulgence of, of it can be an overindulgence of anything. You know, just the, the act of indulgence. That, that can be a trap because it can actually keep you from doing things that you need to do. Avarice. What the heck is avarice? Greed. Interesting. I've never heard that term, that used in that phrasing before. So greed, that's a pretty obvious one. By the way, greed is the love of money, not just earning money. There's a big difference between loving money and just earning it. There's a huge difference. So people who are wealthy aren't necessarily greedy. Sloth, laziness, right? Wrath, which is anger. Oh, the anger trap. We can definitely do that one. Envy, ooh, that's a good one. We can literally be consumed with jealousy. And pride. Pride's a big one with the social media culture. The pride and vanity trap. Actually, it even says, ooh, let's do the sub-definitions of this. Do we have time? Yes, we have time. So for lust, it puts fornication and perversion as the extent of that. Gluttony, it puts waste and overindulgence. That's interesting. Avarice says greed or treachery. So it's not just greed. It could be treachery or betrayal. It's a trap. Sloth, which would be apathy or indifference, is another one. So in order, you could be apathetic to the important things and just ignore what needs to be done. Man, these are convicting for me. There's a lot of these I struggle with. Uh, wrath, which is anger or hatred. We can fall into those traps. Envy, which is jealous, jealousy or malice. And pride, which is vanity or narcissism. Wow, I guess pride is a real real issue we struggle with. Social media has that, man, it has that quality to it that really feeds it. Feeds our vanity, feeds our vanity and it feeds our narcissism. By the way, these were all from Wikipedia. No New World Encyclopedia. That's that's where this came from. So anyway, I just Googled Seven Deadly Sins. That's how that came up. So that that was the episode for today. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. Before you go. If you like this episode, make sure you like, share, and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. That helps feed the algorithms to help the show get shared to other, to other uh, people. And if you are on a podcast network like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, leave a five-star review on that network, please, if you like the show. If you don't, then leave no review, please. <laughs> that helps feed the algorithms there, which helps the show get recommended as well. You can visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org. There's different ways to connect with me there. And this show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. You can get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. So when you are done here, go to audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. And sign up for the limited time 30-day trial for my listeners. Whew. And until tomorrow, we can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when adults are afraid of the light. Plato. So until tomorrow, again, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because, as always, that's all we can do. Have a good day.